The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Primal Body, Primal Mind. Your host, Nora Gedgaudis, is here to take you on a fun-filled and informational journey through the mind and your body with a focus on neurofeedback and healthy nutrition and what it can do for you, your family, and friends. Now, here's your host, Nora Gedgaudis. Well, hello to all of you out there, and welcome yet again to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio. Uh, being broadcasted to you here from beautiful, albeit... Uh, well, actually, it's actually a little bit sunny. It was uh, rainy the last several days here in Portland, Oregon, in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Well, you know, I love what I do, and I get very excited about sharing certain topics, if you hadn't noticed, um, and guests and information on this show. And I really like to think that um, a lot of it really makes a difference in people's lives. But today I feel a little like a kid in a candy store, uh, and I like to think of it as a special gift to all of you out there who are not only interested in cultivating and sustaining optimal health, but also want life to have a greater inner meaning and, and clarity. Well, we're talking today on the subject of spirituality and the brain and about how mastering our brain waves can lead to states of more meaningful and perhaps even enlightened consciousness. We've talked on the show many times now about neurofeedback and the ways in which it can help us optimize our brain function, you know, to feel and function better and to have better access to our best performance in life. Well, today we're going to be exploring the use of neurofeedback as a tool for literally high-tech spirituality. But this isn't a woo-woo show. This isn't some sort of new age departure here. This is real science. And there's real science behind this and, and an impressive body of research that I think is going to fascinate, challenge you to think outside conventional boxes a bit and open you maybe to greater possibilities of your own inner potential. I think the subject of the show has never been more timely. Everything about this culture and this time period we all live in is about turmoil. Everyone is struggling. Everyone is you know, racing to work every day like lemmings, desperate to get ahead, but toward an uncertain and seemingly perilous future. The media has us bombarded with, with images of war and economic collapse and environmental catastrophe, and all of this is interwoven with mindless entertainment, uh, reality TV shows, and, and can leave you at the end of the day somehow devoid of a feeling of connectedness or of meaning. Uh, it can leave you feeling cynical and empty. How do we find that deeper sense of, of meaning, of real connectedness, while living in a world of chaos? How can we be truly present while being bombarded with inner and outer distraction? How can we find that greater sense of true perspective in the scheme and, and the madness of things? 
Well, our esteemed guest today has devoted her life to these questions and to the exploration of the brain's role in consciousness, in peak performance, and in spirituality. Anna Wise is a legend in the neurotechnology community. Her masterful use of a tool called the Mind Mirror has offered a, a window into the workings of not just brain function, but of consciousness. Anna has painstakingly and passionately cultivated the art of orchestrating brainwaves into more meaningful patterns of awakening in countless individuals. Her work is recognized and respected worldwide, and I believe has never been more important to us all than it is now. Anna is the world's leading authority on the awakened mind and the Mind Mirror EEG. She is the author of The Awakened Mind, A Guide to Mastering the Power of Your Brainwaves, and The High Performance Mind, Mastering Brainwaves for Insight, Healing, and Creativity. By understanding and working with the importance of the relationship between the state and the content of consciousness, Anna has developed her protocol for brainwave training that forms the basis of her work. She writes, lectures, works as a consultant, and, and enjoys leading seminars at Esalen uh, Institute in Big Sur, California. Anna has taught biofeedback meditation and brainwave training for the past three decades, and she's led workshops and seminars throughout the United States and in Europe, South America, and Asia. Anna has, a dip, has diplomates in neurotherapy and peak performance, and her master's is in humanistic psychology. She was also an early member of the Academy of Certified Neurotherapists. I am deeply honored and privileged to welcome Anna Wise to the show. Welcome, Anna. Thank you very much, Nora. I'm very pleased to be here. And I, I really appreciate your introduction. Thank you. <laughs> oh, well, I appreciated having the privilege to, to give you that introduction. I mean, I, for one, have been familiar with, and, and I've respected your work for years, uh, though I'm guessing there might be a few folk out there, um, however, unfortunately, unfamiliar, and who may be unfamiliar with your uh, work. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do remember uh, meeting you many years ago at, at the Winter Brain Conference in, in, uh, in Palm Springs, and uh, I remember I had driven all night long from San Francisco <laughs> pulled an all-nighter driving from San Francisco all the way down to Palm Springs just so I could wow. make it in time for your workshop. And I was so delighted to be there. And then, <laughs> unfortunately, you launched into some into some guided imagery work, <laughs> and I kept and falling asleep. relaxation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all I needed was to close my eyes and start visualizing, and next thing I knew I was dreaming, um, <laughs> which was hugely frustrating, but I think I was a source of amusement to you in that class. I enjoyed you being there. <laughs> it was uh, it was really an exceptional experience, and I, I remember staying with you uh, after uh, class for you know for I think it was close to a couple of hours, mm -hmm. and uh, you you hooked me up, and we looked at my brainwaves, and that was really um, one of the more memorable experiences I think of, of my life. Um, well, I really recognized how hard you had worked to get there <laughs> and how tired you were at driving at breakneck speed well so to speak. well you know yeah <laughs> recklessly but responsibly <laughs> <laughs> and i really wanted to um give you the experience that you had missed out on um in my talk so i really enjoyed spending that time with you 
personally, privately, yeah, so that we could go into it. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know what it would lead to. That's it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Well, just you know, all things happen for a reason and a purpose. I like to think. That's true. Yeah, that's my illusion in life, anyway. Um, <laughs> and mine too. <laughs> But let's start here at at the very beginning for those listening who really don't know really anything about this. You know, where did all of this start for you? And and would you be so good as to share with us your now, you know, legendary work in in Great Britain with C. Maxwell Cade? And, you know, what what year did all of this start? It was way back in 1973, I believe. Wow. Um, I started working in and very quickly becoming the director of a school in London called the Franklin School of Contemporary Studies. And Max Cade was teaching in that school, and it was one of the big popular draws, so to speak, to the school. And as a director of the school, I felt I needed to take uh, as many classes as I could, so I immediately signed up for the most popular class. Of course. And fell in love with it. And he was teaching what he called psychocybernetics at the time, no relationship to the later Maxwell Maltz book, but his own version of psychocybernetics. And it was basically biofeedback meditation. It was meditation using ESR machines to take you down into a deep state. The ESR being electrical skin resistance, yes. showing the state of the body. And he developed, along with Jeffrey Blundell, his engineer pal, um, the mind mirror and used it as the basis of his um uh, meditation classes, although he only used it on one person at a time in the course. He used it privately when I would work with him privately, which is I was one of the uh, three lucky people to get to see him privately. He, uh, He would only take three private clients a month, and I saw him every month as one of those three people. Um, another couple who were friends of mine were the other two. And those are the only people he saw short of visiting dignitaries and visiting Zen monks or yogis or healers that he was doing his research on. And so he continued his research. He started, I guess, probably in the late 60s researching with yogis and Zen monks and healers and um, long-term meditators, people who were considered to be very gifted or enlightened beings in that time. And um, he had this idea that was revolutionary at the time that these people would all share the same brainwave pattern. They would all look the same, even though the content of what they were talking about would be 
considerably different, the state would be the same. The state, he found, was the same brainwave pattern throughout all of these people. And there was a pattern he named the awakened mind. And so that, Nora, is what we're talking about. Yes. Does that help? Oh, yeah, it, it does. Um it's, you know, the, the whole premise of that work was so absolutely, you know, fascinating. Now, Kate himself, he was, um, he was a scientist, of course, but he was also a yogi. And it, um, you know, the, he was like, a fascinating individual. He actually taught judo to the London police force. Oh, really? Yeah, there's one of his, major jobs for a while was he went into the London police force and taught them all how to practice judo. Wow. Wow. And he was a a biophysicist as well. He did all sorts of uh, um, various types of activities that were not the biofeedback. Right. But his main passion... His love was the biofeedback. And he had been invited to the United States to live and work there and practice in the field of radiology because he also invented one of the first radiological machines to measure breast cancer. Oh, really? Uh Uh-huh. And he was invited to developed that work in the United States. Well, that's fascinating. Uh, I would have I wish I could have asked my father. My father passed away a couple of years ago. My father was actually a very well-known radiologist. Uh, oh, well, he might have they might have I, heard they might have crossed paths. Well, sure we have to go to our first break here. Um, and so when we come back, we will be talking again with Anna Wise of the Anna Wise Center and we'll be talking about The use of neurofeedback as a tool for high-tech spirituality and the awakened mind. You won't want to miss this, so please stay tuned. I'm Nora Gadgaudis. You're listening to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio, and we'll be back in just a minute. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. NBC science consultant Dr. Mark Steinberg says every so often you encounter a gem among the dross competing for your attention. Such is the case with Primal Body, Primal Mind, written by Nora Gedgaudis. Primal Body, Primal Mind is a non-fictional excursion into the realm of biology, politics, and self-care that you will never get from formal academic education. It's a nutritional treasure map leading to optimal wellness the way nature intended, a jewel. Tom Hartman, acclaimed author, scholar, and national radio host, says, If you want to really know how your body and brain work, read this book. Go beyond the low-carb and paleo diet to discover the ultimate key to health, a better brain, weight loss, better mood, and a longer life. Primal Body, Primal Mind will show you how you can save more money eating incredibly well than you ever believed possible. You can order the life-changing book, Primal Body, Primal Mind, today. And sign up for Nora Gedgaudis' weekly blog update at www.primalbody-primalmind.com. Looking for a different kind of health show? One that addresses you and your health? Let the Blood Detective, finding healing solutions naturally, address your individual needs and questions. 
Host Dr. Michael Wald has spent over 20 years studying and helping his patients uncover the causes of health problems, solutions, and answers to keep them healthy. Now he's here to help you. Tune in to The Blood Detective, finding healing solutions naturally, live every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Want to learn more about neurofeedback? Want to find a trained clinician for yourself or for a loved one? Or maybe you are a professional looking to offer this powerful, non-invasive technique to improve results for your toughest clients. At EEG Info, we are the leading provider of neurofeedback resources, videos, and training for the next generation of neurofeedback professionals. If you want to improve symptoms of emotional and behavioral dysfunction, this non-invasive approach is the answer you've been looking for. Neurofeedback is successful in helping people of all ages achieve a feeling of greater health and well-being. Visit us at eeginfo.com today to learn more about neurofeedback or to find a local clinician who can help you or someone you love. Unlock the full potential of your brain today. Visit eeginfo.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're tuned in to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio with host Nora Gedgaudis. Got a question for Nora about today's show? The phone lines are open now at 1-866-472-5792. Toll free, 1-866-472-5792. Now back to our show. Here's Nora. Well, welcome back to the show. We are truly experiencing a very real gift today of talking with Anna Wise, whose legendary work can help us better understand and access states of consciousness that can help us arrive at the best possible mind for each moment of our lives, whether we're working or performing or accessing our creativity, our intuition, or, or simply meditating. Um, so, Anna, you have the unique uh, uh, distinction, although I have borrowed this from you many times, of describing brainwaves in terms of their relationship to consciousness. Uh, for instance, I know you see... Um, you know, beta, alpha, theta, and delta is corresponding to sort of different tiers of consciousness, as it were. Um, might you maybe elaborate on this? Well, beta is our normal waking state. It's the brainwaves that you would be producing while you are thinking. Hopefully, most of you who are listening are producing them right now. Um, it's It's what you use while you're thinking. Alpha is the next slowest wave, and that is visualization. Um, If you close your eyes, you generally produce alpha um, as soon as you close your eyes or very quickly thereafter. And that is from you are able to visualize, you're able to sensualize. Um, which is using not only the visual imagery, but the auditory and gustatory and olfactory and tactile and kinesthetic imagery as well. Then down below that we have the theta, which is the subconscious mind, where you have dreaming sleep um, and you have the repository for repressed psychological material, and also the suppository of 
um, suppressed creativity where you would keep that unwritten novel or unpainted painting or undesigned architecture, whatever it is that you have really wanted to make all of your life but haven't manifested. It sort of hangs out in there. And then finally, Delta, which is the unconscious. So normally we have that when we're asleep. So Delta is the sleep wave. But in quite a few people, they also have Delta while they're awake. And as such, this Delta acts as a kind of radar um, that's seeking out, reaching out to understand and to find out what's going on in the outside world, reading people's minds and acting like a um, radar to bring in information that normally would not be seen or heard by the conscious mind. So those are the four um, categories, but then these categories combine to make other states that are useful, and the one that you mentioned, or meditation, is a combination of alpha and theta, theta that gives us the profundity of the meditation, and alpha that carries that profundity up to the thinking mind um, so we can be aware of it. I remember you once describing alpha as sort of the bridge between the subconscious and the conscious mind. Exactly. It is the bridge between the conscious and the subconscious and allows the material of the subconscious to be brought to the conscious mind so that we can actually know and make use of what's in our subconscious mind. Right. And then the delta bridges up to the theta so we can make use of what's in the delta mind as well, the unconscious mind. Right. You know, and herein lies some um, a misunderstanding, I think, for a lot of people because I think uh, there are a lot of people that think you're either in beta or alpha or theta or delta and that the important thing to realize is that we're all producing all these brainwaves all of the time, but it's that we want the the amounts and proportions of these brainwaves to be appropriate to whatever it is we happen to be engaged in in the moment, right? Exactly. Exactly. And in fact, the best combination, if I can say that, Absolutely, yeah. I, don't, I don't like the word best because each combination is useful to each person, but the optimum for most activities would be a combination of all four of those brainwaves, beta, alpha, theta, and delta, which forms this pattern that we call the awakened mind that that Max Cade identified and wrote about in his early book, The Awakened Mind, and I continued to write about in The High-Performance Mind and Awakening the Mind in, in my two books, showing the instances of what that awakening uh, manifests in. Yes. So originally we found it in the monks, the yogis, the spiritual 
practitioners that we measured way back in the 70s. Um, And then I moved back to this country and continued my research um, even after Max died in 1985. I just plunged into it more and continued the research both in spirituality and in creativity and healing and everywhere I could find it. I just measured anybody and everybody I could, hundreds of people. And so I got a sense of where this awakened mind occurred. And it basically occurred in those who were producing peak performance in whatever topic or subject or content they were the expert in. Yeah. So the um, pianist playing the piano in his composition of the concerto that he's writing is producing a beautiful awakened mind while he is playing. And the artist painting his picture is also producing a very similar awakened mind state in his act of painting. So the states can be very much the same, whereas the contents can be very different, except that they're all peak performance contents. Now, I want people to know that if they want to see what this awakened mind pattern actually sort of looks like in a a diagram, uh, they can go to your website, which is www.annawisewise.com and they can view that diagram on your, uh, it's called the work page. It's really quite lovely to look at. Um, can you describe a little bit about what characterizes the composition of an awakened mind pattern? Well, when we look at an awakened mind pattern, we see um, first the beta, and the beta is generally rounded in. Um, on top. If we have normal beta, it's called splayed beta, which is beta that is um, has access to the anxiety that occurs in the normal waking mind of everyday life. But the true awakened mind beta is rounded in so it doesn't have this anxiety but you have a full-functioning big beta, and then you have a strong alpha that goes out um, about 12 to 9 cycles per second. Um, It's symmetrical in both hemispheres. Right. And um, fully functioning as a bridge to the subconscious of theta, which is also symmetrical. It's not as strong as the alpha in amplitude because um, theta is not as strong as alpha. We would never expect it to be as strong or stronger than alpha, although I do see that in certain cases. um, The pattern we call the Christmas tree pattern because theta is smallest, alpha is next, theta is biggest, it looks like a Christmas tree. That's um, true. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that before, but there you go. And, and then Delta's tiny, and it's like the base. But that is, um, 
in terms of some people who work with this, the pattern of what is often called channeling, um, because there's so much theta there. Oh, okay. But in the awakened mind, the theta is a little bit smaller, and that theta is, as I had said before, the the repository of creativity and um, stored material that we want to manifest in our lives. And then down below that, we have a large delta reaching out to understand and access what is there in our outside world. And then to my understanding, too, there is also a free flow uh, channel between all of these different brainwave states. Yeah, between all of them, there's a free flow of information right? so that you can bring the contents of everything to play on the contents of everything else. It all interflows, and we have the best use from each and every category integrated. Yes. We have to take another commercial break, um, but everybody, please stay tuned. We will be back in just a moment. Uh, we will have much more with Anna Wise today. And this is Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio. I'm Nora Gagoutis, and we will be back in just a minute. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. NBC Science consultant Dr. Mark Steinberg says every so often you encounter a gem among the dross competing for your attention. Such is the case with Primal Body, Primal Mind, written by Nora Gedgaudis. Primal Body, Primal Mind is a non-fictional excursion into the realm of biology, politics, and self-care that you will never get from formal academic education. It's a nutritional treasure map leading to optimal wellness the way nature intended, a jewel. Tom Hartman, acclaimed author, scholar, and national radio host, says, if you want to really know how your body and brain work, read this book. Go beyond the low-carb and paleo diet to discover the ultimate key to health, a better brain, weight loss, better mood, and a longer life. Primal Body, Primal Mind will show you how you can save more money eating incredibly well than you ever believed possible. You can order the life-changing book, Primal Body, Primal Mind, today. And sign up for Nora Gedgaudis' weekly blog update at www.primalbody-primalmind.com. Want to learn more about neurofeedback? Want to find a trained clinician for yourself or for a loved one? Or maybe you are a professional looking to offer this powerful, non-invasive technique to improve results for your toughest clients. At EEG Info, we are the leading provider of neurofeedback resources, videos, and training for the next generation of neurofeedback professionals. If you want to improve symptoms of emotional and behavioral dysfunction, this non-invasive approach is the answer you've been looking for. Neurofeedback is successful in helping people of all ages achieve a feeling of greater health and well-being. Visit us at eeginfo.com today to learn more about neurofeedback or to find a local clinician who can help you or someone you love. Unlock the full potential of your brain today. Visit eeginfo.com. The Interstate Sportsman Talk radio show brings two well-known outdoorsmen to the Voice America Network with hunting and fishing info news, talking about everything from new sporting gear, places to hunt and fish, and getting more from your recreation time. Join host Brock Ray and Don Kirk Friday mornings at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 Eastern, for the Interstate Sportsman on the Voice America channel. 
life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're tuned in to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio with host Nora Gedgaudis. Got a question for Nora about today's show? The phone lines are open now at 1-866-472-5792. Toll free, 1-866-472-5792. Now back to our show. Here's Nora. Well, welcome back to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio. We're here today uh, talking with the legendary and, and absolutely wonderful uh, Anna Wise about the fascinating subject of, of neurofeedback as a tool for high-tech spirituality. And now, Anna, when, when you got back to the States uh, from, from across the pond, as they say, um, you know, with the Mind Mirror tool is something that you actually brought into what few of us would think of as a spiritual environment. Um, you, you brought it into corporate boardrooms and, and the realms of Fortune 500 executives. Um, to my understanding, you actually found what you, I think, referred to, if I'm not mistaken, is a somewhat of a variation of the awakened mind pattern in these extremely high-performing executives. Um, what distinguishes um, these brainwave patterns exactly? Well, the, what I saw in the um, CEOs, and I was um, privileged to do a, a retreat for the YPO Young Presidents Organization, which and to be a member of this uh, group, you need to be under 40 and the president of your own company, and the company needs to have, I believe, 50 employees and gross $5 million a year. Wow. That's a, I could live on that. <laughs> that's a fairly distinguished group of individuals, yes. and every single one of them had an awakened mind with the variation that most of them had awakened minds with a beta that was somewhat splayed instead of rounded, and that was the one variation to it, meaning that the beta was more active and more available to the conscious world and to the um, activities and praise of a mind that deals with anxiety every day. Yeah. Um, but it really was an awakened group of people. You know, which I'm sure is surprising to a great many here because, you know, you don't think of, I mean, when we, as we are discussing the awakened mind pattern, we, we think upon that as just this highly spiritual uh, sort of state. But it's, it's, you know, also a state that can be associated with certain forms of peak performance. It's, it can be associated with anything because I'll tell you a funny story. I had um, at one time a, um, a client of mine came into the office. I don't know how she found out about me. She made her way down from the mountains outside of Boulder, where I was living, um, and she came for a profile, and she had a beautifully uh, awakened mind. And I said, oh, do you meditate? I mean, I thought she must have been a meditator. 
And she said, meditate? What's that? (laughs) She never heard the word meditation. Oh, really? She'd been in the mountains a while. She didn't know what it meant. And I, she was very, very um, withdrawn from society. And so I described it to her, and she said, Oh, that. Well, I don't know if I meditate, but I sit in the flowers every day. Uh-huh. And that was her act of meditation. She sat in the field of flowers every day. But she didn't know the word meditation. Uh-huh. So it doesn't have to be any kind of formal meditation. Right. Right. Well, and you've taught meditation techniques for a lot of years. Now, here's a loaded question for you. How do you actually define meditation? You know, since it seems to be a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Oh, that's a, I have a very easy definition of meditation. Meditation is alpha and theta with or without delta. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Well, there you go. That's the end. Anything that brings you alpha and theta is meditation. That, but there you go. You know, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, you know, it's a state that I think has a lot of, oh, it's a very a lot of people I think have a lot of different ideas about what that is but so many people think of meditation as some sort of practice or technique right when in fact as a matter of fact I seem to recall you talking about um, gosh way back when I'm trying to remember now you, you told a story about this man that you had talked to who had been um you know, supposedly practicing an hour of meditation every single day for an hour for like 12 years or something. Yeah, yeah, you remember exactly correctly. He'd, he'd done an hour of meditation every day for 12 years. And he came in and wanted to be measured because some of his friends had been. And I hooked him up, and he was in pure splayed beta. Wow. It just, that was it. So I thought maybe he was scared of the hookup or something. And so I needed to do it again. I did it again. Splayed beta. And I said, is this your meditation? Are you actually getting there? They said, oh, yeah, this is what I do. (laughs) And I had him do it again. Splayed beta. Is this what you do? Oh yeah, this is it. This is I've done this every day for twelve years, just like this. <laughs> and he'd been sitting and thinking for an hour a day, every day, for twelve years. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm sure he had a lot of good thinking time, and he probably solved a lot of problems in his beta. But it wasn't meditating, right? And right. so I had him. First of all, lie down, because it's much easier to produce these waves at the beginning by lying down. And then I took him into a guided meditation, guided relaxation, for about half an hour. And after half an hour, he sat 
bolt upright on the floor and said, oh, my God, I just meditated. <laughs> he got there for the first time, and he recognized when he was in it that that was what it was supposed to be, and he'd never been there before. It was a fascinating uh, experience. He stayed with me for quite a while after that. Well, you know, and meditating, of course, is all fine and good, or, or, or you know, sort of practicing certain techniques. But the advantage, of course, of having neurofeedback equipment available in this equation is is that you're actually able to see what state you're in. You know, plus, of course, the equipment can help guide your uh, your state to slightly, you know, more optimal levels. I mean, still. Um, I know you provide in your work certain what you call subjective landmarks that can help individuals recognize certain signposts along the way to help someone without maybe the benefit of neurofeedback tools to find their way there, right? Right, yeah. There are certain guidelines that if anyone wants to look at my book, they can find the table of subjective landmarks and and see what it is, where it is that they are likely to be producing if they experience these particular things about clearing the mind or maybe thinking about childhood flashbacks Mm -hmm. is one thing or feeling a sense of deep peace and a sense of gentle swaying might be something else. So we set up landmarks for what you could use as a substitute for a mind mirror if you needed to. It's much better to have a true scientific measurement, however. Right, right. There's one uh, other very interesting myth about uh, meditation that I think people should know about because, you know, there's this idea that meditation, well, I mean, meditation is not necessarily synonymous with physical relaxation, is it? I mean, you talk a bit right. about this in your book, High Performance Mind. Uh, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Well, we have a body and we have a mind, and we can go into um, different states with each. We can have a relaxed body and an aroused mind, which might, for example, be happening when you're lying on the couch studying or reading a book or even watching an exciting television program so that your your mind is aroused and excited and your body's very relaxed. Mm-hmm. You could have just the opposite of a relaxed mind and an aroused body. And that could happen um, when you are running, for example, or the inner art of tennis, you know, when you're when you're doing some kind of athletics that takes you into a meditation, but your body is uh, highly aroused from the activity. Or you could have an aroused body and an aroused mind, or a relaxed body and a relaxed mind. And in both of those, your body and your mind are together. In the opposites, your body and your mind are, if you don't want to be there, they're in a body-mind split. So, for example, 
if you're in an aroused body and a relaxed mind, you might be in the state of somnambulism, in a state of sleepwalking. And you're in such a body-mind split that your body is up and walking and your uh, mind is asleep. Your mind doesn't even know it. Or the opposite of that is in the state where, you know, if you're, you're, you're dreaming and you are trying to wake up and you're screaming in your dream because you, you're so anxious in the dream. Um, have you ever heard of that state? Yes, I have actually. Um, and yet your body is so asleep you can't move. It's, it's a state where the, the reticular activating system is shut down to prevent you from acting out your dream. Right. Um, which is generally a good thing. <laughs> yeah, which is generally good. Yes. If the reticular activating system was turned on, you'd be up and doing it. And for a lot of our dreams, we don't want to do that. Right. But if it stays shut down and you wake up, then you feel like you're in a state of paralysis and the body is screaming to wake up. I mean, the mind is screaming to wake up and the body's just not doing it. Yeah. So that's another form of body-mind split. And normally we want the body to be relaxed and the mind to be relaxed. That's the optimal thing to shoot for. Exactly. We need to take we need to take one final break here, and uh, hey. so please everybody stick around. We will be coming back shortly here to talk with Anna Wise. My name is Nora Gaudis. This is Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio, and we will be back in just a moment. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. NBC science consultant Dr. Mark Steinberg says every so often you encounter a gem among the dross competing for your attention. Such is the case with Primal Body, Primal Mind, written by Nora Gedgaudis. Primal Body, Primal Mind is a non-fictional excursion into the realm of biology, politics, and self-care that you will never get from formal academic education. It's a nutritional treasure map leading to optimal wellness the way nature intended, a jewel. Tom Hartman, acclaimed author, scholar, and national radio host, says, If you want to really know how your body and brain work, read this book. Go beyond the low-carb and paleo diet to discover the ultimate key to health, a better brain, weight loss, better mood, and a longer life. Primal Body, Primal Mind will show you how you can save more money eating incredibly well than you ever believed possible. You can order the life-changing book, Primal Body, Primal Mind, today. And sign up for Nora Gedgaudis' weekly blog update at www.primalbody-primalmind.com. Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest. 
Is there truly a lesson in every situation? Can you learn from another person's experiences or are lessons learned when they only happen to you? Dave Felzer, number one national and number one international best-selling author, challenges listeners to stand tall, to be accountable no matter what the setbacks, and to recommit to enhancing their lives as well as assisting others around them. Listen to The Dave Felzer Show every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Radio Network. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're tuned in to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio with host Nora Gedgaudis. Got a question for Nora about today's show? The phone lines are open now at 1-866-472-5792. Toll free, 1-866-472-5792. Now back to our show. Here's Nora. Well, welcome back again to our show. We have with us today Anna Wise of the Anna Wise Center, which is uh, located in the Bay Area in California. Uh, Tell us, Anna, what is your focus on these days. Are you still doing uh, workshops at Esalen? I'm doing workshops workshops at Esalen three times a year, three or four workshops a year. Um, and I'm mostly focused on practitioner training program. And, of course, I have private clients. Um, a lot of people now come as a personal retreat they might come, from example, Europe or um, somewhere in the United States and book anywhere from two or three days to uh, five days or even two weeks. I have um, peop- someone from Indonesia wow. who comes for two weeks. And so that's a fun way to do it. They get a lot accomplished in a very short time. And then I have my regular local weekly sort of clients and my practitioner training. Yeah. Well, so you're busy, (laughs) very busy. Relatively so, yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, I'm kind of interested to broach this topic, even though we we have very little um, time left, but... You know, talking, of course, about meditation and stress reduction is all fine and good and and one aspect of all of this, but what about healing work? What role uh, do brainwaves and brainwave training have in the realm of healing or even healers? Well, it's interesting. There have been a few different theories that have come up. Max did a lot of healing work um, or measuring healers. In London, there were two societies for healing. Healing is actually legal over there, I hear. (laughs) Yeah, healing is legal in in England, which it is not in this country. Exactly. But people do it anyway under the guise of, um, oh, I won't name the, uh, the names of specific practices, but various kinds of chakra balancing or what have you. Right. Um... In England, we found that a lot of the healers healed with an awakened mind. One of the societies healed only in one hemisphere. Oh, interesting. And the other society healed in both hemispheres, 
in an awakened mind. But in my traveling around Asia especially, in uh, looking at the Tuina and the kinds of Qigong healing and uh, the Asian healing, a lot of the healers healed mostly in theta waves. And the beta and the alpha went away. And theta, usually in both hemispheres, came out very, very strongly. So I see theta and delta as a healing frequency um, in a lot of people, which was something I researched more after writing the books, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, So I'm not sure... Well, I don't think it's in the first book. It could be in the second book, but I'm not sure. Well, they're both. I mean, both your books are absolutely wonderful. Um, Anna, your your presence on this show has been an extraordinary experience, and I have so respected and admired you and your work for so many years, and you truly add such an important dimension to the field of neurofeedback and to the exploration of human consciousness. Um, it is a beautiful thing. Um, if, if people want to get a hold of you or find out more about your workshops, books, lectures, and everything else that you do, how can they do that? Probably best is through the website, which is AnnaWise.com, or to write me at Anna at AnnaWise.com, and uh, I will write back. Wonderful. Well, once again, uh, namaste, Anna. We are so grateful uh, you have been with us today. Thank you very much. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, nice to be back in touch with you, Nora. Yes, I. Yeah, it's wonderful being back in touch with you, and I. I hope we're able to do this in, in the future uh, again sometime. And uh, oh, I hope we can. Yeah, me too. Um, and for, for all of the rest of you uh, listeners out there, I would like to invite you to please join us next week when we will be welcoming back the brilliant nutritional therapist, educator, and expert, Colleen Dunseth, to the show. Uh, we'll be revisiting the subject of digestion, and in particular, we'll be discussing and learning all about the gallbladder and its role in your total health. Um, let's just say it's a lot more important to the way you feel and function than you think or than you may have been told. So you can't afford to miss this important and really, really interesting show. So until then, everybody, remember, if it wouldn't look like food to someone wandering around 40,000 years ago with a loincloth and a spear, it's not food for you now either. This is Nora Gadgadis. You've been listening to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio. And thank you for listening. We'll be back again next week. I would like to thank my sponsors, the EEG Institute, offering the most trusted and respected source of information and training for neurofeedback, truly world leaders in the field. You can reach the EEG Institute at www.eeginfo.com or at 818-456-5965. I would also like to thank the Nutritional Therapy Association, the NTA, for their generous sponsorship The NTA is the best, most trustworthy and reliable source of foundational nutritional education and nutritional therapist training here in the U.S. and possibly the known universe. 
I just can't say enough good things about this organization. You can find the Nutritional Therapy Association at www.nutritionaltherapy.com or you can call 1-800-918-9798. That's 1-800-918-9798. Tell Marcy Nora sent you. Thanks, too, to Biotics Northwest, the source for exceptional healthcare practitioner quality supplements for every health professional. You can reach them at www.bioticsnorthwest.com or at 1-800-636-6913. Also, be sure to visit my website at www.primalbody-primalmind.com, where you can also get my book, Primal Body, Primal Mind, Empower Your Health, your total health the way evolution intended and didn't. Thanks again for listening to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio, hosted by Nora Gedgaudis. Come back for another great program next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. And have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 